Chapter 18 of Hopalong Cassidy's Rustler Roundup or Bar 20. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Hopalong Cassidy's Rustler Roundup or Bar 20 by Clarence Edward Mulford. Chapter 18 The Search Begins as the sun arose it revealed three punchers riding away from civilization on all sides stretching to the evil appearing horizon lay vast blotches of dirty white and faded yellow alkali and sand occasionally a dwarfed mesquite raised its prickly leaves and rustled mournfully with the exception of the riders and an occasional gila monster no life was discernible cacti of all shapes and sizes reared aloft their forbidding spines or spread out along the sand all was dead ghastly all was oppressive startlingly repellent in its sinister promise all was the vastness of desolation hopalong knew this portion of the desert for ten miles inward he had rescued straying cattle along its southern rim but once beyond that limit they would have to trust to chance and their own abilities there were water holes on this skillet but nine out of ten were death traps reeking with mineral poisons colored and alkaline the two mentioned by buck could not be depended on for they came and went and more than one luckless wanderer had depended on them to allay his thirst and had died for his trust so the scouts rode on in silence noting the half-buried skeletons of cattle which were strewn plentifully on all sides nearly three per cent of the cattle belonging to the double arrow yearly found death on this tableland and the herds of that ranch numbered many thousand heads it was this which made the double arrow the poorest of the ranches and it was this which allowed insufficient sentries in its line-houses the skeletons were not all of cattle for at rare intervals lay the sand-worn frames of men on the morning of the second day the oppression increased with the wind and red heaved a sigh of restlessness the sand began to skip across the plain in grains at first and hardly noticeable Hopalong turned in his saddle and regarded the desert with apprehension. As he looked, he saw that where grains had shifted, handfuls were now moving. His mount evinced signs of uneasiness and was hard to control. A gust of wind, stronger than the others, pricked his face and grains of sand rolled down his neck. The leather of his saddle emitted strange noises as if a fairy tattoo was being beaten upon it and he raised his hand and pointed off toward the east the others looked and saw what had appeared to be a fog rise out of the desert and intervene between them and the sun as far as eye could reach small whirlwinds formed and broke and one swept down and covered them with stinging sand the day became darkened and their horses whinnied in terror and the clumps of mesquite twisted and turned to the gusts each man knew what was to come upon them and they dismounted 
hobbled their horses and threw them bodily to the earth wrapping a blanket around the head of each a rustling as of paper rubbing together became noticeable and they threw themselves flat upon the earth their heads wrapped in their coats and buried in the necks of their mounts for an hour they endured the tortures of hell and then when the storm had passed raised their heads and cursed creation their bodies burned as though they had been shot with fine needles and their clothes were meshes where once was tough cloth even their shoes were perforated and the throat of each ached with thirst hopalong fumbled at the canteen resting on his hip and gargled his mouth and throat washing down the sand which wouldn't come up his friends did likewise and then looked around after some time had elapsed the loss of their pack-horse was noticed and they swore again hopalong took the lead in getting his horse ready for service and then rode round in a circle half a mile in diameter but returned empty-handed the horse was gone and with it their main supply of food and drink frenchy scowled at the shadow of a cactus and slowly rode toward the northeast followed closely by his friends his hand reached for his depleted canteen but refrained water was to be saved until the last minute i'm going to build a shack out here and live in it i am exploded hopalong in withering irony as he dug the sand out of his ears and also from his six-shooter i just naturally dotes on this i do the others were too miserable to even grunt and he neatly severed the head of a gila monster from its scaly body as it opened its venomous jaws in rage at this invasion of its territory lovely place he sneered you better save them cartridges hoppy interposed red as his companion fired again feeling that he must say something and what for blazed his friend to plug sandstorms anybody what we find on this godforsaken layout won't have to be shot they will commit suicide and think it's fun tell you what if them rustlers hangs out on this sand range they're better men than i reckons they are anybody what hides up here sure earns all he steals hopalong grumbled from force of habit and because no one else would his companions understood this and paid no attention to him which increased his disgust what are we up here for he asked belligerently why because them double arrow idiots can't even watch a desert we have to do their work for them and they hangs around home and get slaughtered yes sir he shouted they can't even take care of themselves when they're in line houses what are forts why that time we cleaned out them and the c eighty over at buckskin they couldn't help running into singing lead yes drawled red whose recollection of that fight was vivid yes and why he asked and then replied to his own question because you sat up in a barn behind them buck played his gun on the side window pete and skinny lay behind a rock to one side of buck me and lanky was across the street in front of them and billy and johnny was 
in the rio on the other side cowan laid on his stomach on the roof of his place with a buffalo gun and the whole blame town was agin them there wasn't five seconds past that lead wasn't rippin through the walls of their shack the houston house wasn't made for no fort and besides they wasn't like the gang that's punchin now that's why hopalong became cheerful again for here was a chance to differ from his friend the two loved each other the better the more they squabbled yes responded hopalong with sarcasm yes he reiterated drawling it out yo was in front of them and with what why an old white-haired interfering winchester that's what me and my sharps you and your sharps exploded red whose dislike for that rifle was very pronounced you and your sharps me and my sharps as i was palaverin before being interrupted continued hopalong did more damage and five men says you snapped red with heat all you and your sharps could do was to cut your initials in the back door of their shack and did more damage in five minutes continued hopalong than all the blasted winchesters in the whole damned town why and then they was cut blamed poor every time that cannon of yourn exploded i sure thought the why cowan and his buffalo did more damage cowan was reputed to be a very poor shot then you and i thought the artillery was coming into the disturbance i could see your red head my red head exclaimed hopalong sizing up the crimson warlock of his companion my red head he repeated and then turned to frenchy hey frenchy who's got the reddest hair me or red frenchy slowly turned in his saddle and gravely scrutinized them being strictly impartial and truthful he gave up the effort of differentiating and smiled why if the tops of your heads were poked through two holes in a board and i didn't know which was which i'd sure make a mistake if i tried to name em but red had the last word anyhow you didn't have a sharps in that fight you had a forty-five seventy winchester just like mine thereupon the discussion was directed at the judge and the forenoon passed very pleasantly frenchy even smiling in his misery end of chapter eighteen recording by john brandon